Some fight. Avengers! Assemble. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, we are back with the MMA Avengers. We may not be able to save MMA, but we are damn sure about it. So there was something we need to do events. Did you see that fight in Texas where the guy got like final filter punches and like arm bars? Where he passed out and then woke up and the arm was like extended yeah. over the Oh, I heard the arm was like fully extended. Bad referee. Yeah. Right. How long is this fucking intro? You could talk. I cut this shit already. I know it's <laughs> never stopped you. No, but <laughs> <laughs> you're you're very curt. To steal your word. <coughs> Kurt. What up, yeah. everyone? Oh, I like that view. Actually. Yeah, me too. That I, I like that view. This is a good. Ah! <laughs> I do like this view, actually. Yeah, let's see if Kidrick pops up. But, uh, you know, we should have Kid Marvelous at some point. Fuck but that guy. If he's a half hour late to training, I'm sure uh, podcasts isn't going to fare much better. Mm-hmm. Especially since I only sent them the link three minutes ago. Oh, John, you look like you've been prepping for like three hours. John's eyes are this big. <laughs> he, he's been sitting in front of the, what do you call the uh, circle lamp? I've been sitting in front of the circle lamp. Water <laughs> joints. Just like squeaky eyes. This is for protection. You That's couldn't what... look any higher. <laughs> Hi, how are you? Hi, how are you? Hi, how are you? How are you? <laughs> oh, I can't do that. I'm too high. <laughs> I'm going to get a little higher too while I'm out here. Yeah, you know what? I took a, a, a lot of edibles too today. Like when I got home, I took a, I ate a steak and took an edible. And since I came home, Carrie, I probably took like five of those rude boys. I can see it in your face. Yeah, like you know how that it looks like if you have a bottle. <laughs> the rude boys be hitting you like they, they really swear. I can't yeah. even open my eyes big. I'm trying to open my eyes, my eyes are like no, just stay squinty, bro. That's yeah. like my friend Abby when he's high, you can't even tell. <laughs> Sorry, it's an Asian joke. Black belt couch. Couch black belt, best couch black belt out there. Shout out Ed Lou. <laughs> King of Manhasset. <laughs> Couch Black Ball. Um, the fights this weekend were pretty good. I was actually surprised. Yeah. yeah. They were... Besides the main event. I mean, though Sanhagen put on a performance, Vera was... was... Fight. Vera, the first two rounds, it looked like... Chino Vera looked like when, um, when I'm rolling with a dude and I'm like, oh... He's, you know, I'm just going to let him, like, do whatever he wants 
for like two rounds and then you realize, oh, this guy's been punching me in the face. He's like, I better start doing something. Yeah, you know the first two rounds, you kind of like, he was like chilling out there. I was like, what the fuck? I was like, Sandhagen's not Dominic Cruz. Because even against Dominic Cruz, I had him only up around. Yeah, and Jason Perillo was screaming at him in between rounds. Jason Perillo. Oh, no, it's Jason Derulo. <laughs> Jason Perillo is the Aaron Paul lookalike. Hold on. I do want to – hold on. Let's say something about coaches. Did you see Conor McGregor? He throws shade everywhere and every fucking coach out there. Every coach. He's like, this guy sucks, that guy sucks, except his coach. And who didn't he name? Because he knew. Ray Longo. He didn't say shit. He's like, nah, that guy's good. He leaves all these coaches like Greg Jackson. Uh, what's his name? Trevor Whitman is a fucking band holder, right? He called out all these guys. And he left Ray Longo out because he knows. Right. Fuck with Ray Longo. The godfather, next thing you know, fucking Conor McGregor will be in Canossi Pier over here. That's right. He'll put a fucking hole in his now, chest. Iaquinta was in the notorious... Uh, Dolly incident. Yes. He was on the bus. Yes. So Al has some history there. <laughs> real gangster. Al Iaquinta. Now a real real estate gangster. Now a real estate gangster. Now right. should I start cutting promos for Al? I see what you did there. He's a real estate gangster. You could put the Khabib cut Khabib's quote in there where he's like, he's real, he's real gangster. Be like, Brooklyn gangster. He is the real Brooklyn gangster. Yeah. Good for Al. Good for Al. He's taking on the uh, post fighting career head on. Yeah, really. Kind of have to, right? You, you would think. think. You would think, yeah. You could be like Jens Pulver and just get addicted to like fucking gaming. <laughs> <laughs> That was cool what they did for him a uh, couple of pay-per-view cards away. They did something, right? Would they give him a Hall of Fame? Yep. And they, like, it was He's a setup. He thought he was throwing to, like, a highlight package, and then he it was him. Yeah, he um, he's the first lightweight champ. I remember when I first started fighting, I was like, oh, just fight at 155. That's the lightest weight you could go anyway. Because Jens Pulver, I think 2005, he won the belt. I think that was a fight where he fought BJ Penn. Mm-hmm. And BJ Penn came out to uh, Phil Collins in the air of the night. <laughs> I could feel it calling in the air. And then uh, he just underperformed for five rounds. Very BJ Penn-esque. Crazy, weird song to come out to. <laughs> in a weird way for me. I guess. I don't know. Everybody gets mad, but I'm not the biggest Phil Collins fan. Is he a Long Island guy? I don't know. I would say British. Who's from Long Island? Oh, Billy Billy Joel. Billy Joel. Billy Joel. Billy either. I don't hate him. I don't love him. I could go either way, you know. Um, 
what are the fights we're good on that card? We had the main event. Yeah, I mean, Corey Sandhagen looked good. He had good takedowns. Oh, Holly Holm, her fight. Oh, Holly Holm looked good. Holly Holm, I was like, is Holly Holm a wrestler now? <laughs> she, she was getting a taste of her own medicine with the clinch, like against the fence, and then she uh, she turned the tables. Mm. Yeah, I mean, Holly Holm, yeah, I mean, she looked good. She fucking took it down, did what she had to do. She's, uh, you know, our age, so good to see. Think about the babies that uh, Yana Kuniskaya is having with Tiago Santos. Oh, uh, what do you think? Genetic freaks? Is that what you're telling? Mutants. <laughs> can, I, can I get one? No, I'm just kidding. Can I buy one from you? I'll train it. I'll buy one kid. No, that's kind of like trafficking. If they would like me, to... I don't want any kids. <laughs> There's nothing like freedom, right, Kerry? Hmm? Nothing like freedom, right? Yeah, not buying no kids from nobody. Manimals like send the link. I'm breastfeeding. I'm microwaving a bottle. Well, you told me <laughs> call my titties. So... <laughs> yeah, tits are on my mind. Yeah, you like call me tits. I was like, these tits. I did like what she had to say after her fight. Thank you. I was waiting for this. Yeah. Let's talk. I was opening the floor. You know I have something to say. So, about. what oh, the hell did she mean? Did she? Uh, she said uh, the sexualization of the youth, right? Did I quote that correctly? She, yeah. And then she went into more detail in the. Uh, oh, I, I didn't even look for that. And she said that. Um, she said it's not just uh, over sexualization over sexualization of our children. It goes into trafficking and you know being kids being molested and that takes them into their you know older years or whatever. However, she worded it, basically saying that it affects you as an adult. And she said we need to protect our children. This isn't a left issue or a right issue. It shouldn't be a either side issue. This should be everybody should agree on this. And I've been saying this for a long time. This should not be an issue that should. So many people were like, oh, she's a crazy QAnon person. No, she's not. She's a fucking person that's seeing what's going on. When when, when there are books uh, in, in elementary schools basically telling kids, no, literally telling kids how to give a blowjob and stuff, their parents should be telling them that. You know what I mean? Not first graders should uh, be. No one ever taught you how to suck a dick. Like, you know what I'm saying? Your parents don't have to so teach you this that, goes, No one has to teach you this shit. You know what I mean? This is something you learn on your own. In a book in elementary school, you're putting porn no, in. It's a problem. Why do I need to put that in elementary school? It's a problem. So she... That's just how I feel. Like I'm not averse to anyone learning about sexuality, but that's not, not what I think the education system should be designed for. Like, really, even like if you think about it, think about adults. Like, Ike, me and you, how much do we talk about sex not much at all right and we're friends so why would you teach a kid that like who's not your kid and, and, and they barely even know anything they barely know how to tie their shoes and you're teaching them about yeah. jobs and, and, and if they're gay or not like a kid will decide that eventually yeah, that's yeah. like that's just so i mean she took an opportunity and i thought it was great because more people should speak out about that and say that it is a fucking problem and when you have people sitting there cheering it on and going, oh no, that you know that it's, what's going on. Story, what about sex trafficking and underage shit? They still haven't arrested anyone on Epstein's client list. No, they're, they're, they are the first traffickers to get arrested for trafficking no one. They traffic no one to no one. Nobody to nobody. There was no yeah, people that they that they have proof they trafficked them to. 
Nothing. Well, it's disgusting. The really? Okay. I mean, okay, so look at this, right? T take that aside. You get like Balenciaga and all these companies that are putting out sexualization. No, that's just fashion. About children, right? People go, it's art. It's not art. It's disgusting. Why did they take down every post on their Instagram if it was just art? There's a reason, right? So, person like me, I get my whole Instagram taken away, all my following, everything, but Balenciaga is still allowed to have one. Why? So I have a problem with that. And the fact that people think it's a political issue, I have a problem with those people. Big it's problem with those people. It's not and, a and you know what? Trafficking children has always been a problem. Because I told you, I asked uh, one of our friends. It works with the, you know, uh, with the government in those type of fields and anti-sex trafficking. And I asked him, I was like, you know, is this more of a problem now than it's ever been? It looks crazy. He's like, no, now people are just starting to kind of put attention on it. But he said it's always been a problem. So, you know, we, we should talk about it. Like yep. sex trafficking's always been a problem. Uh, and in America, I think 800,000 kids go missing every year. That's a lot. Oh, God, I said that. And people were like, what did it came up for on, on Facebook fact checkers? It said like uh, um, that the, the it's a miss. I forget what they said. Basically saying it's like, that's not exactly what it is. Fuck off. That's exactly okay. Let's say half are runaway kids. Where did let's they say... go? Where did Look... these go? Do they ever get found? Nope. What happened to the kids on the back of the milk carton? No more. What You know what I mean? Like there's so... We used to get the, the flyer home with the kids on it. You don't see that shit anymore. No, so I see them. They put them on like I, Channel 12 News. But, I see them they want. But do those kids ever get found? Do you ever hear a good story? No, you don't. What happens? I don't, I don't know. know. Like to know. That's what happens. But I tell you what, even if you said half of those 800,000 kids were like runaways that did come back, that still leaves with almost half a million kids that disappear. Which is insane. <laughs> That's pretty crazy if you think about it. Ike, right? Like you have a kid, right? Yep. That you love and take care of, right? Breastfeed and everything. <laughs> and at least, well, you breastfeed too, right? One on each tit. I almost just. Do you go on one and he and the kid on the other? Now you know. I haven't worked out for a month, so now it's starting to form. Balance? You haven't worked out for a month. What happened? I thought you had a fight coming up. Oh, no, I'm waiting on the uh, the coach for the uh, the uh, what would you call it? The green light. Uh, you know the thing after the red, the green. <laughs> yellow. Oh, Are you yellow light right now? Are you slowing down, preparing to stop? Yes, or I just had ice cream last night. Like I, I'm trying to explain to the coach, I'm like, I need momentum. He's like. Slow and steady. I'm like, slow and steady. I'm like crying, playing video games, eating ice cream. Slow and steady. Are you slow hurt? and steady. But uh, what were you talking about with the, uh, you were going to propose something? Yeah, don't get hurt. <laughs> question. Oh, propose a question about stopping the sexualization of children. Was that what we were talking about? I see Holly Holm on the bottom. I'm like, what are we talking about? Stop the sexual. I spelled it right, right? Some people write Holmes. You guys? No, it's H O L M. It's not. It's, not, well, no, it's what? It's not like the porn star. It's not like John Holmes. Oh, I don't know who that is. But I'm like, no, oh, no. Oh, Carrie, hold on. Carrie's good at spotting this in the girls. Is Macy Barber on the juice? She looks um, fucking jacked, but she is also young and tough and trains hard. I think she is. Yet, yeah. I, that will be to, to be determined. Her face is still tiny, so 
Is that a team alpha male slight? Yeah, a little bit. But no, because if you look, Kerry showed me a picture of Holly Holm when she first started fighting. And if you look at it now, the argument for her having at some point been on the sauce, uh, I could, I, I would agree with it. I mean, the Jackson wing team, Go they were pre-USADA dominant. Jackson Wink is through Sada, yeah. Yeah. Diego, Carlos yeah. Condit. Years, so look at that. Uh, you know what I mean? Her history in there. John Jones. John Jones, of course. Chael Sonnen says he was hiding under the cage yeah. when USADA came to the gym. And he waited there so long that he peed. And they said, uh, it. Chael Sonnen said you could probably find traces of his urine. Yeah. You saw that. I love Chael at least owned up to it. He's like, yo, that's all you found. He was like, all right. He was like, I was on even more <laughs> shit. He was like, I was on everything. I was going to fight John Jones. Genius. 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 That man has an answer for everything. Yeah, he does. The best was when he, uh, when he lied about, like, he joked about the explanation for tapping in the Anderson Silva fight. In what sport for 24 minutes? <laughs> He's like, I thought that, and it went to the judge's scorecard. Okay, I lost that round. <laughs> I won the four other rounds. I didn't know it stopped the entirety of the fight. Stop it, bro. You four it fucking, like, right? It's stupid. But he says it with such a straight face. He's like, I thought when I tapped, that ended the round, not the whole fight. And it was the last minute of the last round. So I figured, all right, you got me. I won the other four rounds. Give me my title. I'm going home. And he was so serious. I was like, wow, he's really he's really able to sell it. He's good. <laughs> I'm like, please, you got tapped out like three times in your fight with Paulo Filo. He did the verbal tap that time. Do you remember with Paulo Filo? He was like, ah. And when he, ah, and the ref was like, stop. And he was like, I didn't tap. And he was like, you screamed like a bitch. That's a verbal tap. Tap. But the second fight, he did redeem himself. He did kick that dude's ass. But that guy was a little beast. I don't know if you remember. Paulo Filo. There was another guy. Paulo Filo, I guess, was like a Rusomar Polaris type of fighter. But uh, maybe even a little better skilled. Who else was on that card that was good? Um, I seen the Holly Holm fight. I can't believe Barber is on four-fight winning streak. I was like, that came out of nowhere. Yeah, I don't know where that came out of, but she did look good in that fight. She was putting together good combos. Mm-hmm. It was a tough fight. It was no blowout. She cannot stop a fucking takedown, I'll tell you that. Her and Blanchfield, same uh, division? Blanchfield yeah. would destroy that girl. Yeah. I'm going to destroy her for sure. Macy Barber, look, she could, what takedown did she stop in that fight? None. Aaron will submit her so fast, it's not even funny. Yeah. I mean, look at what Aaron did to Meatball Molly. Oh, yeah. And uh, I think Alexa. Molly's better on the ground Alexa than... Grasso, that's going to be a great fight. Which fight? Alexa Grasso. I think I, I think she beats Alexa, too. She Her jiu-jitsu is just so good. Yeah, she's so faced... Is it confirmed the Santos fight? Santos-Blanchfield? I don't even understand how Blanchfield's such a beast. Mm. Like the how good she is for how young she is just oh, doesn't yeah. make sense to me. 
figure out the repetitions that she put in. Mm. It's like crazy how good she is. Like really, she's already like she beat she dusted Andrade, who mm-hmm. was like ranked third or second, right? And just steamrolled her. She was like, oh no. <laughs> yeah, she's super talented. Yeah, I mean, I told you, I seen her small once, and I was like, oh, this girl's really good. Yeah, they got Blanchfield, number four. Uh, the woman who beat Chukagian, Fiora, the Frenchie. Oh, yeah. I haven't seen her fight yet. Uh, Antalya Santos. Antalya Santos. That would be a good fight, Blanchfield Santos. Santos is a very good ground game. That would be good. That would I be love when the French girl fights. Why is she hot? No idea. Um, I just see her name. Manon Fiorot. Fialite. Do you think yeah, you yeah. that correctly? <laughs> yeah, no John Anik. They're gonna do the rematch, right? Shevchenko Grasso. I think so, yeah. I think uh Shevchenko gets the immediate rematch. Has to, right? Listen, she's defended enough. It's too bad. You know, she almost completed the circle of yeah. every time you defend the title, you get a ruby around the thing. You think they're real? No, in the UFC, probably not. I should hope so, though. I should well, be cheap rubies. Yeah, that doesn't have to be like the nicest one, but I would assume so. So, I, um, she had seven, eight completes the circle, right? Eight is the octagon. Nobody will get eight. So if Aljo moves up, does he still like what is he at? I guess the Yon. Uh what number is he at? Was he at two or three rubies? Uh do they give you one when you win the title? You would think, unless they're like the belt. No, but if you if they give you one, you when you win the title, he would have three. Jan twice, TJ, and then Gods of War willing, Odin willing, uh, Cejudo would be four. Oh, did you see the clip with Cejudo? He's like, uh, I don't know. They were on some Zoom thing. I just saw a clip of it. It was like, Aljo, I know what you're going to do. You're going to come out hot with your kicks. And then when you can't land any, I'm going to stuff your takedown attempts. And he goes, my IQ is so much smarter than yours. And I was like, I don't know if he's willing his confidence or. or yeah. Well, trying to be like, do this because this is what I'm preparing for. He's trying to play mind games. Sometimes it's physical, like, but other times. Yeah. He, you think he's going to have the moment halfway through camp? Like, what the fuck am I doing? You know? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know what his life's like. Because it looks like he's been active training, guys. Right. Uh, but I see now Joe training tonight. Fuck. I almost wish I would have went down to law tonight. Because uh, Calisteen went out there. Flavor Fabe was out there. I was like, oh, man. A different cast of characters. At law than I usually see. I usually don't get. Uh, I trained with uh, John Calistine at Hanzo's in Brooklyn. I seen him this morning. And he Is that was, Beans? Oh, huh? 
Who's John Calistine? Calistine, you probably don't know him. He's a Brooklyn guy. He used to train in the city with the death squad. He's good. He won EBI. Oh, shit. He's super good. Uh, but, you know, he's like a 35er. The flavor fade the, with the beard? Yeah. Okay, okay, yeah. Maybe it's the train crossroad with me, too. I appreciate he, he that, man. Huh? I appreciate that man's energy. Like, he's got, like, uh, his style, and I appreciate it. He, he brings the energy, yes. He, he definitely... His he little, the captain's hat. That's a nice style. Uh, I'm, your, I'm the captain now, yeah. <laughs> I'm the oh, I was thinking of the porn one. What was it? Um, oh. This is your era, John. You know what I'm talking about. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> I have no idea. Are you trying to say that uh, I would know a porn reference? What the hell is it? The cap- I'm not Googling Captain Porn. Uh, I am clean. No. <laughs> My algorithm needs to stay clean. Do you think that'll pop up on our screen? Do you want to screen share and show us what you're Googling? I want to just Google Holly Holm and like learn more. I'm very like... Learn more about what? Her jaw? Well, look, go look at pictures of her from back in the day when she was a boxer and now. Yeah, I guess look at Holly Holm boxing. Holly Holm boxing, okay. And then look at Holly Holm now. Uh, HGH would do the uh, 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 bone changing, right? Yeah, all the same shit. Yeah. Well, not all the same shit. Actually, growth hormone is better, probably. Are you guys the same? Oh, yeah. She is. Uh, yeah, I see her like raising her hand with the boxing belt. She yeah, looks very a lot more uh, feminine. Right? Uh, look at her face. Uh, I wonder what year that is. Growth. Yeah, she could have been on growth. But yeah, I think growth, the only problem with it is if you have, let's say, mm. it's everything grow. So, like, let's say you have like a precancerous thing, yeah, that may grow. Yeah, I don't think it makes your dick grow, though, unless you shoot it directly into it, which I had a client that said they did that. And uh, yeah, Carrie, I had a client that said, Icy thing to do. <laughs> three shots you got to do. You know, so the guy a little older, and uh, they were like, uh, three shots in the deck and they were like it gets black and blue but after that it's like hard on command and huge apparently i was like oh good for you congratulations (laughs) i was like hopefully i never need a shot in my dick pray to all the gods all of them anyone will listen Please do not. I don't. I don't want to get three fucking needles in my cock. Please just keep it working. Keep it good. Rogan stopped those jokes with Cyborg. She confronted him. Cyborg. Well, Cyborg got popped for juice, so you know she was on steroids. You could see the different, like the major change in her face as well. Go look at her early Cyborg. Uh, her jawline was totally different. Oh yeah, she had really like a feminine face. It changed dramatically. The jawline changed, yeah. Like dramatically. Dramatically changed, Like that's like, what the fuck? A different jaw. It just became squaw. Yep. It looked like the blockheads from fucking uh, Gumby. It's actually sad. Hey, listen. I mean, I don't judge any. I mean, well, in her sport, though, is a illegal to do so 
Mm. You know, so made the Nunez clean. I never looked at pictures of her when she was younger, so I don't know. Maybe she could be. You never know. But maybe I flip a coin on her. Yeah, she could go either way. No, she actually does. No, she's strictly Clitly. <laughs> strictly Clitly. She's like, I'm a mom too. Well, you know what she meant. So I heard this from a uh, a person who works on the UFC broadcast. They said that there's about 40% of women fighters are gay, 20% of the male. But yet we've heard okay. 0% of the male. Yeah, I got to say at least. We should do a draft, a gay draft. Who do you think's gay? (laughs) Would we get in trouble for that? (laughs) Hold on. I'm going to get in trouble because now I'm going to start naming names. Who's gay in the name? Aljo, you can't hide with your fiance. No, No, don't do the gym. No one we know. I'm kidding. I'm kidding, Aljo. Okay, so nobody that we know. So let's see. No, we know. A fighter we don't know. Who's I don't know. You're pretty close to Philip. Who? Mr. Novert. No, I'm just kidding. Oh, we're close. Yeah. We've been close for a long time. He's like, uh, John, you just had your colon check last week. Oh, did I? Dude, why are you putting gloves on? I thought we were friends. <laughs> you don't need those. Just fucking go in. <laughs> I got a funny one. So we've been friends for a long time, right? And there was a time <laughs> where me and Philippe, we were dating like uh, friends. These two girls that were friends in Long Island. Uh, they lived in like Farmingdale. And uh, I guess we were young. So Philippe was a little younger than me. So he's three years younger than me. Which now that I'm like 42, that doesn't seem like a lot. He's 39. But when I was 22 and he was 19, it was a big difference. Because then, like, I was 22, I had a car. I already had graduated college, right? I was a little ahead of the game. And uh, his girlfriend lived in the island and, and like, was friends with my girl. So I was like, oh, let's go see my uh, – we'll go, like, double date. But we wound up my, – my girlfriend's, like, parents weren't home. And we are kids, right? 19, 22. So uh, – I fucked my girlfriend upstairs and him downstairs. And then uh, then we were just like joking with each other. <laughs> I spaced away. Being loud for no reason. Hey, you got to fuck somewhere. We weren't fucking with each other. Shit, this wasn't. <laughs> but the way you said it, there was no comma in that sentence. <laughs> no, uh, no, we weren't fucking together. Calm down. <laughs> I didn't, he didn't grab my balls or anything. That was a different night. No. He tapped in. He tapped in. <laughs> Dang. You're it. Nah, You're it. it wasn't all night. But then we started like fucking with each other. I'm like, ah! What was the safe word? Omoplata? <laughs> uh, <laughs> word, the safe word, if we need one, usually <laughs> is Spongebob. So, if, you need one. <laughs> if I knew how to spell that, I would write it on the screen. What? The safe word is SpongeBob. Sp- oh, Sponge. I thought you said Siv Squab. I was like, oh, said- SpongeBob. No, SpongeBob. If you need it, but usually you don't. 
You know, that has to be a conversation you have before. If you need a safe word, that shouldn't be like a spur of the moment thing. You really should have that mapped out. But usually you don't need a safe word. Why do you need a safe word, Ike? My safe word, I'm trying to think. Hand grenade. Hand grenade. Kerry, do you need a safe word? No, I don't need a safe word. <laughs> if you had one, what would it be? Uh, I don't know. Um, that's that's a good one. I don't know. I don't know. I never stop. <laughs> What's your safe word? Don't stop. Oh, no. <laughs> don't stop. Uh, all right. <laughs> so I'm going to look at It's going to go liar. And they're going to get liar. That's one of my favorite go-to words in general. Liar. For no reason. A liar. That's your safe word. Yeah. Liar. Don't stop believing by Journey playing in the background. Don't stop believing. And it's always uh, a moment. I have a really good story about safe words, but I don't know if I can tell it on the podcast. Be careful. Yeah. You come back to it. Come back to it. <laughs> That's what I heard with tattoos. If you really want to get a tattoo, think about it. For six months, if you still want it, get it. Good idea. It's like freezing your credit cards. Meanwhile, my niece just got back to back tattoos at 18. I can't say that. I didn't think that so. You have to wait to 18 to get tattoos, huh? My brother. No, I have no problem with the tattoos. It's right. You know what I'm saying, Gary? Yeah. My brother was grilling her with the old, and he's very old school, but grilling her with the. Jobs and employees and bosses and, and I literally had this conversation. They even advertise now the suit with the suits with the beard and the man bun. And I assume like I worked with guys who used to cover up the tattoos on their arms. I, th- I think we're past that, no? Yeah. It's now crazy. you're working remotely. Who even cares? Yeah. Now they just do this. <laughs> you're lucky if. <laughs> Sitting in a litter box somewhere in the corner. You know what I mean? Like these days. I'm telling you, they just do this. Uh, listen, I'm just going to just gonna listen. <laughs> you can hear me, right? I'm just going to listen. I'm just going to listen. I'm you know the people right buy uh, the mouse movers? It will like move your mouse. Like, so you keep your job. I'm like, if you have a job that you got to move the mouse. Yeah, there's a lot of people that I know, though, that'll be, like, working remotely, and they're just in the gym, and they put their phone on the side, yeah, and they just keep it on. And jujitsu? Yeah. That's impressive. That's impressive. Yeah, if it's, like, a meeting that they don't have to really listen to, like, be part of, they, like, know how long it's going to be, and then they just catch at the end, they're like, oh, thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. Great meeting. <laughs> really inspired. I got a lot done. <laughs> Rogan says the school system has people groomed for office jobs. The school I, system has people groomed for failure. For nine to five jobs that don't get you anywhere. Yeah. To be a, a corporate slave or a government worker. 
Eddie Bravo he, believes. It really teaches you how to be a government worker now. Yeah. Yeah, an employee. They don't teach you how to do shit in school. They don't teach you how to do your taxes, start a business, mm-hmm. uh, plant food, grow weed. Why are you trying to grow weed, Gary? Let's go. Plenty of the good stuff. Um, the Eddie only- Bravo was saying, uh, like, the government's trying to rip us away from our family. Like, you used yeah. to just keep everybody in the house. And my friend, when the pandemic happened at 20, he just started homeschooling his kids. Yeah. And for well, the last three years, he's not going back. He says, yeah, she's going to graduate early from high school. We have more time to go. I could focus on her for dance class or my son with baseball class. I was like, oh, wow, well, that's yeah. interesting. And it made me think. I think it would be better than homeschool. I mean, yeah. if you think about it traditionally, right, shouldn't the family and the parents be responsible for most of the things a kid learns? Yeah. Sure, isn't that all your resources? And let me ask you this. <laughs> if you actually had the money that they would spend on your kid in public school, you would always send them to private school. If I gave you your kid's value in a credit, in a voucher, right, 30 grand, would you send them to public school with that 30 grand or would you send them to private school with that 30 grand? If I gave you 30 grand right now and I said you have to spend this on your kid's education and the public school costs the same, right, as the private school for 30 grand, would you send them to a private school for 30 grand a year? You have to spend this money or the public school for 30 grand a year. Of course. Of course. Of course the private school, right? It's a fucking no-brainer because the public school system sucks. They only send you there because they subsidize it with your tax money. If you actually paid for it, no one would send their kids to public school. And then private school would be a lot cheaper. And most schooling would be done at home. Mm. So the the whole education system, once it became... uh, mandatory and then taken over by the government it became yeah an indoctrination process first for like industrialization and that's really why you see the school system failing now is because it's made for a system that doesn't exist anymore yep the system it was made for just you know where that system go now everyone works like online no one stays at a job for 30 years anymore who does that it's very rare like the person starting work now, the 20 year old kid who starts a job now, they're not going to have that job for 30, 40 years. Your grandfather, Carrie, I, I bet your grandfather, maybe even your father, worked a job till he retired. Yeah, both of them. That's it. So they, when yep. they came out of like high school or college, they worked till they retired at one job. That's it. When does that happen now? So the system that was built for it just don't exist. They used to just be like, oh, what am I going to do? I work or be for 40 years, nine to five. That's what the school system trains you for. But those jobs really don't exist anymore. No, not enough to have that going in that structure. Yeah. Only if you want to further indoctrinate, like be a teacher or, uh, you know, I guess you could be government workers. But all those like nine to five jobs, a lot of them are going or phasing out. Half of those shits went to India. Yeah. Yep. And uh, think about every job that uh, a robot could do. Seriously, like as soon as robot better... can't fucking be as entertaining as us motherfuckers. No. So, 
Robots will uh, never. Uh, 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 uh. <laughs> Who was <Yeah>. the. <laughs> No one. <laughs> uh, I'm to think what other fights were on that card, if there was anything good. I don't know, but this coming fight card, this next one this weekend is going to be sick. That's, uh, what's, that's Adesanya Pereira? Mm-hmm. Two? I think they should have waited a little bit. Pereira, I mean, Adesanya just got knocked out. Yeah. Like, that fight was when? December? I feel like that was, like... You that up? November. That was uh, Steamroller. Yes, that was. That was the Garden. Steamroller. November. November 12th, December 12th, January 12th, February 12th, March 12th. And what is this going to be? Is it going to be April 12th? Five months? Okay, maybe. I guess. He wasn't like completely starched. I usually like nine months after you get knocked out before you fight, but excuse me. Five months, that's doable. That's what uh Aljo did after that Marlon Marias fight. It worked out fine. So yeah. Marlon Marias uh fights Brandon Lucknane uh in PFL. A law MMA guy now. Who? Uh in PFL. Uh Brandon Lucknane. When I don't know if I turn with him. He was just there for uh the two weeks before the garden fight. Oh, I was like, oh, oh, I'll take him. He was, he was, he was having a go. <laughs> like. Chris Wade, Bubba Jenkins was good. Bubba Jenkins, I like Chris Wade. He's good. Mm-hmm. Long Island guy. He trains at Long Island MMA, right? Yeah. Yep. And uh, boxing. Roy Jones Jr. versus Anthony Pettis, Vitor Belfort versus Ronaldo Shuza Jacare, uh, Jeremy Stevens versus uh, what the hell is his name? Uh, Jose Aldo. Wait, just boxing. What card is this? This Roy- is the, I think it's called Icon Fights or something. It's Jorge Ma- or Game Bread Fights. It's Jorge Masvidal. That card again, Ike. That's a crazy card. I'm, I'm like, what? Who? Roy Jones Jr., Anthony Pettis, <clears throat> Vitor Belfort, Jacare, just boxing. Uh, Jeremy Stevens, Jose Aldo, the rematch in boxing. Wow. Okay. All right. Interesting. I like those fights, even I, just boxing. Yeah. No, the pay per view is next week for the UFC, but this is a sick oh. uh, weekend in the meantime. That's this weekend. Yep. Oh, how much is that pay per view? I think uh, I think it's ten bucks probably. I could watch that. Oh, I would support that for ten bucks. Boxing, but I'd watch that. Yeah, I'd support it for like ten twenty bucks. Mm-hmm. Yo, if the UFC lowered its pay per view to fifty bucks, I would buy it instead of bootlegging it the next day. Great. I'm just saying it's too much. Eighty bucks, and I got to pay for every other service. The UFC fucking nickel and dimed you for everything. Yep. You need fight pass. You need ESPN Plus. Mm-hmm. You got to pay the full price for the pay per view, not even a discount when you have three things going on. Like, give me a fucking break. Yeah. Boxing used to do a week after the pay per view for free. I think UFC does like three to four weeks. Yeah. It used to be, it used to be sooner. Come on. It's way far. Come on. What are you doing? Sorry. Yeah, Carrie, you're close to the cat. 
Carrie's cat makes the appearance, the weekly appearance. Hold your Sage. He's just trying to come help. Me. Come here. Come here. Stop being a jerk. Get over here. What's the Folger uh, theme song? waking up. Get out of my fucking view. You're in my shot. You're in my shot. It's my stash. That's my stash can, right? The Folgers can. It's like the, that was the OG stash can. You always would stash your weed and all your paraphernalia in a can. Just in the back of the fucking shelf. Just like, don't look here. No way Roy Jones beats Pettis, right? He might. Roy Jones? I don't know. He's old, though. Yeah, 54. Before he he just went, he fought Tyson before the pandemic, right? All the juice, though, right? We talked about juice earlier. Like, this oh, type you, of fight, I'm okay with it. <laughs> you really should be allowed to. You should test both their levels and let them come in close to each other. Yeah. Every 10 years should be another 25% of tore it all. And... No, just test them and just even it out, right? Well, I was, uh, someone was saying, I, I forget who it was, that uh, in the future, they think they'll just do the divisions by testosterone level. So it'll be like the low test division, the medium test division, and the high test division. So it would essentially be like, all right, listen, if, you, if your testosterone is like, <laughs> Up to 250, right? You compete in this division, or up to 200. If you, I was like, I don't think that's going to work the way you think it is. <laughs> Eric Lewis said that he has low T. He probably does. Mm. All the times he's got knocked out, he's fat. <laughs> Imagine him versus Joseph Benavides. I'm <laughs> not saying Joe has low T. <laughs> <laughs> There's no amount of juice you can give Joseph Benavides to make him as big as no. Derek Lewis. You can give him He's married to Megan Olivi. Yes. So that's the score right there. Good for him. Yes, well, that's the score right there. Agreed. Yeah, he won in life. Yep. And um, did you see when Figueredo was like doing the Photoshop of him with Megan Olivi? Figueredo's such a dick. But I love it. Yeah, that guy wins social. That was yeah, good. He definitely wins social. I mean, he got his ass kicked the last fight, but hey, it happens. Sometimes you zig when you should have zagged. <laughs> That's high level fighting. How many fighters have you said that to in the back? I feel it's like, I, like a guy's gonna come. I get it. I get it, Manimal. I should have zagged at the zig, and you're like, <laughs> no. What do I say after a guy uses lose it? What do I always say? Take a hit of this, bro. Do you want to smoke? No, if I'm like the god of war chooses who he sees fit, not who we see fit. That's the way it goes. I quote, and I knew you were gonna say that. I just didn't. Yeah. Know. I didn't want to like jump in there and be like, I know what and you're. That's gonna what say. I always tell a guy if he loses, bro. That's like my staple, but yeah. Dell is your baby. I hope you can just. Push him all the way if he wants to go to glory, if he wants to do... Does he do grappling? We need to get him doing more grappling. Gra grappling is a very time-consuming art. For real. For real. I believe more than striking. No offense. More than striking. Yeah, no offense to striking, but it's way more time-consuming. Khabib dropped Connor. 
Connor could never submit Khabib. No. Yeah, like exactly. But but yeah, so like striking lends itself a little better. Grappling takes so much reps. They just need like to get good at jujitsu. You really need to be doing it uh, at the level Dell needs to. He needs to be doing jujitsu four days a week, five days a week. Are you okay with these kids? Training uh, a year of jujitsu, maybe getting to the early blue belt, learning some punching and getting to the cage in their amateur fights. I swear, I, I see it a lot in the local promotions. Yeah, that's fine. Interesting. So, yeah, for amateur fights, amateur if, they're, fights. if they're looking at themselves as they're going to be a pro, just like use the amateur career as like getting out the jitters. Okay. Experimenting like our amateur fights. I don't know. Maybe it's because I grew up in the era when we really didn't have amateur fights. So what we called amateur fights were all these weird smoker type things to like get used to fighting. And they were good to do. Like, I don't know if you ever seen, I have like an old clip. I was in like boxing gloves, and the other dudes in like MMA gloves, and we do kickboxing and grapple, you break after like 30 seconds. Like there were all these weird things we did. And uh Whatever. So those were that was like what we would consider amateur, and those were just like whatever is for us, and that's almost how I see some of the amateur stuff. But before they turn pro, you know what? We used to Rodrigo used to say you should be a purple belt before you turn pro. The only problem is that would take a long time before I turn the kids pro, because that would take at least three years of steady training. Four years, maybe, right? It takes oh, that, a long time to get a problem. I like that, actually. I thought at first it sounded like a while, but I'm like, how many? You could get, like, five, seven, ten at most amateur fights yeah. three years. Yeah. Ten's and a good you, number. You get ten, Yeah, you get ten amateur fights. Because remember, there's shorter rounds, a more limited rule set in the first yeah. couple. A more limited rule set. Yeah, ten is a lot, but you you get up to ten. Why not? Where's that law? The young Tom Fitzsimmons, Edwin Jung, yeah, Rob Schultz, the young amateurs. I feel like boxing, or I feel like MMA is going to be like boxing. What was the premier division? The one forty seven, right? Sugar Ray, Floyd, Manny. Like I feel like MMA is going to be bantam. Like if they were boxing size, they would be. And you see. Right away, Cody uh, uh, Sandhagen called out Marab. Yeah. What the hell did he say at the end? <laughs> He's like, I know Marab likes to eat or, or something like, you oh, like to eat and I don't taste good. They eat and I don't taste good. <laughs> what? He's He's like, Try again, mate. He needs a writer. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Sam Hagen, let me know if you need a writer. All right. He, yeah, he needs a comedy writer. Did you guys like the big crowd for the fight night? It felt like, oh, I was like, oh, shit, is this pay per view? It's like, yeah, I like the crowd. I love a crowd. Why wouldn't you want a crowd? If you don't want a crowd, just fucking fight in the gym. Agreed. <laughs> then do it at the apex. True. That's what I mean. The you know, the, you know, the saving a little, you know. Uh, I don't really like. Like I like a crowd there. Yeah. It's entertainment. People. 
conspiracists would say Dana White knew a pandemic was coming. They said, build the apex. Build the apex. apex. Donald Trump was like, hey, I want to build something. uh, You can do your own shit at it. Just do it all in-house. You know what would be the best thing for you to do? Dana, let me tell you what to do, Dana. Uh, Build your own shit in Vegas. You got land. Do it. You need a loan? But I feel like the Trump administration were not aware that the they let the monkey out of the cage or the bat, whatever, whatever the virus was carrying. Don't believe anything you hear. All right. Half of what you see, but everything you feel. So I don't know. I don't feel that. I think they all know. Those motherfuckers were all on it real quick, too. They were sending money out real quick to the fucking their boys, all of them, Trump included. Yep. Even though of the of the swamp, he's the best, you know. But still, he's still a swamp creature. Yeah. Swamp. Yep. Remember, yep. he sent he gave Pfizer a trillion dollars. Remember what we call it when the government backs a private company. We call that fascism, right? What the hell is fascism? Everybody keeps throwing around this word. What's fascism? What's Marxism? If you don't mind. Fascism, as defined by my great uncle, is I'm looking more for a definition. Like Yeah, he (laughs) defines it. He's like fascism is when the government and private business engage in a very close and special relationship. Like collusion kinda? Yes. So it's like Volkswagen. That's fascism, right? So where does it fall in the spectrum of socioeconomics? A weird spot. So, like, okay, let's think about uh, Italy, right? Uh, fascism. Fiat. You make a, a company, or Volkswagen's the better example. Volkswagen's a car made by a private company, which is really owned by the government. But it's a private company, but it's the government. You know, you see what I'm saying? Okay. The government is essentially your partner in this business, telling you how to operate it, what you could do, what you can't do not quite communism communism would be like let's say uh like communist china when i used to make clothes there i had a partner he would go to china and when he went to the factory in china this is years ago i don't know if it's still like this but when it was communist china i think it's still communist right you mm-hmm. wouldn't go and have a factory owner you would go meet with the minister of finance who oversaw that factory so every dude's a government worker so if you want to quit your job in China, and I know this is true today because I watch a lot of 90 Day Fiance. So Ike, let's say you want to quit your job in China. The government has to give you permission That's to, quit, to quit your job because it's all government. In a communist country, the government owns everything, right? Everything's the government. The coffee shop on the corner is owned by the government. So Pablo, the dishwasher, that motherfucker is a government employee. And his boss is also a government employee. And when you get into a disagreement with him, now you're disobeying a government employee, your superior officer, right? Everything becomes very hierarchical then. So for this dude in China to be able to quit his job, let's say he hates his boss. I want to quit my job. The government has to give him the okay. And if the government says no, if he quits, he gets arrested. So this is what I fear for like a communist state. Anyone that goes against the government, like uh, 
you know, is going to become essentially a political dissident. So you have to be careful a lot. And in fascism, everything will start to be controlled by the government through a roundabout way, like you saw with our government. That's why I say our government's fascist. So what do we do? We give a trillion dollars to Pfizer, trillion dollars to make their own product. That's a private company, right? And then we help them back it and enforce it and mandate it to sell your product. That's full of fascism. Mm. The blatant example of fascism. Me, the government, give you a private company a ton of fucking money. And then in exchange for any types of donations and the greater good, we uh, let you also distribute that product that we help pay for to our citizens at a low cost to you. You know what I mean? And help you back it and pass laws that favor you being able to sell your product. So now let's say I'm like, oh, I'm going to give you money to make electric vehicles. And I'm going to make it hard to make electric vehicles, to make uh, fuel vehicles. We give you an unfair competitive advantage in the marketplace. It's called fascism. If you want to do that, you have to give to both. You would have like an energy grant. And if you wanted people to do more of something, you would just encourage it. You know, if you start making laws against the other one, you're fucking handicapping their business. If the other thing is better, just do the other thing. People will want to do the better thing just because it's better. Like people don't drive horse and buggies anymore. You know why? Because the car is better. <laughs> it's just fucking better. The car isn't shitting on the fucking floor. I don't have to feed the car. You know, if someone else takes care of it, boom, I send it to the mechanic. I don't have to fucking put it in a, you know, stable here at Winnie and I don't, you know, you know what I mean? The fucking car is better than the horse and buggy. So the government didn't have to pass a law against the horse and buggy. People just started buying cars. They were mm. like, the car is better, right? Your cell phone. You know why you don't have a house phone anymore? Because your cell phone's better. No yeah. one made a law saying not to lose your house phone. They, You just stopped using your house phone because the cell phone is far superior of a product. So if a product is far superior, you don't need to do shit to make people want to use it. So okay. every time the government comes along, and makes a law that limits your ability to buy something you fucking want, if it's a good product, it's fascism. Mm. You know, so that's the... But people just call everything fascist now, but the literal definition of fascism is when the government is heavily involved in private industry. And communism is when the government controls that industry. There is no private industry. Ike, you see how we're doing this podcast? Wrong. This is a government fucking podcast. You know what I mean? We told the party line, right? That would be in a comment. They look, they watch your social media. Kerry would go black. We are sponsored by WhiteHouse.gov. <laughs> yeah, what is everyone sponsored by Pfizer? Yeah. You know. Yeah, that's crazy. Everyone's sponsored by Pfizer. They fucking are like, yo, <laughs> rule the world out here. So, uh, yeah, so in like Cuba, same thing. You want to, oh, and the, and the government tells you where you work. So I, you like living in Long Island, right? Yes. Wrong. We need you to go work the factory in South Dakota. That's your job. You want to help the government, right? You work the factory in South Dakota. That's where we need you and your family. Just go to South Dakota. Don't worry. It's part, it's part of America. Right, that's what you do in a communist country. 
wherever we need you, we just send you there. Why do you care? You're just a worker. You're part of the collective, right? <laughs> your house isn't your house anyway. Like you don't own anything. That belongs to everyone. It's not your house. It's the government's house, the people's house. What? That belongs to everyone. So did yeah, the government own the people's court? Everyone belongs to everyone. Huh? Did the government own the people's court? Yeah, the government owns the court. Of course. The, the people ostensibly are the government. The workers are the government. So Judge Joe Brown was a government puppet. So Judge Joe Brown was a government puppet. Well, of course he's a government puppet. The, the courts are controlled by the government in our country too, which is pretty normal to have the legal system controlled by the government. You usually don't have a third party control the legal system in a country. It's it's extremely rare. I don't know if I can think of any instance of it. Also rare to have a private company like the Federal Reserve control your currency supply. So that's another weird one. So there's a few weird things in the modern world, but that would definitely be one of them. Oh, man, I thought I had my Fed in my car with me the other night. I took an Uber home <laughs> at the train station, and uh, the dude was like, what do you think about the Federal Reserve? I was like, what are you, my fucking Fed? I was like, is this... Speaking to the mic. Speaking to the mic. I was like, call me old-fashioned. I like the gold standard. Your old-fashioned. No, not me. I'm a, I, I think the best government, personally, the best government to me is the Republic. The only problem with the Republic is it's so fucking good, it destroys itself. So the Republic. What's a Republican form of government? That's what we have, right? The most mm -hmm. freedom, you try to have a very decentralized form of government where everyone has local governments that feed into a bigger government that doesn't have a lot of power. That's a Republican form of government. You try to have as little restriction on industry as possible. Where there's very little restriction, what do you see? Growth, right? Where do we have the Industrial Revolution? It's because there's no fucking restriction on industry. People are creative. You let people do creative things. Listen, I'm not saying bad things can't happen, but an educated people should bargain for themselves and not fucking feel like they have to work for something they don't want to do like in a in a really plentiful society if capitalism works the way it's supposed to it actually should produce a tremendous amount of wealth for everyone even the the poorest guy but that's based on a very well educated uh worker who understands his value it's like the problem with mma you have workers that don't understand their value so when you have a worker that understands his value, like let's say MBA, those guys get fucking bank, right? They got okay. Now you have a worker who doesn't understand his value and he gets shit on. Of course. That's the bad part of capitalism. The worker that don't advocate for his uh, merit will get, will get passed over and shit on that. It's a sad. Uh, but there's no perfect system. I'd rather, you know... Some people can shine, some people might not. Uh, but a society so bountiful that even those guys that don't shine can actually still make a decent living doing what they love. It's like when the economy's good, people are fucking spending money, right? Kerry, we were talking about this the other day. Like in the 90s when the economy was like kind of booming, like being a private freelance person like myself and Kerry, like right. private cleaning and shit like that was lit. Crazy lit. I was making more money if 
even without comparing it, than I am now, which is crazy. Yep. You know, because if you have more disposable income, people spend it. And even uh, the pan before the pandemic, I was rocking away too. I was rocking hard. Mm -hmm. The economy was pumping. People were buying all kinds of shit they normally wouldn't. Hey, listen, yeah, I'm going to fucking train with you four times a week. Now with a pandemic, it's like once or twice. I mean, after, it's like once or twice a week you're going to train with me privately. When you're making mad money, it's like four times a week, whatever. Shit's fine. Things are cheaper, right? Think about when inflation's less. Things cost less, so you get more for your money, so you have more money left over. So when the economy's good, yeah, you're making mad money. So I just think it should be like that all the time. And the less taxes the government puts on you, the more money you're going to have to spend. Yep. The best incentive anyone could get is less taxes. Right, Ike? When you get a tax refund, that's your fucking money, whatever. But what do you do with it? You spend it, right? Damn straight. Hell yeah. So imagine if you had no fucking tax, or let's say only 10% taxes you'd have to pay instead of 37% taxes. Imagine you had an extra 27% more income. How good would the fucking economy be? You know, the thing is, though, you would spend it on things you want. And the government wants to try to control what you're going to spend your money on. I'm going Not to burgerology, then. Of it. Huh? <laughs> I'm going to burgerology, then. And that place should thrive based on where you put your money. And I believe that system works. I think the republic and some form of capitalism is a good system uh, if you need money. If you don't need money, if you want to go no monetary system, which I would prefer, you need a small society based on trading, bartering, and still ingenuity. And you do need some private property, uh, I would think. This is my opinion as a historian and, uh, and a manimal. You know, but yeah, if you want no currency, you would need a smaller society. But you could have a bunch of little ones that maybe could feed in. I don't know. There's no reason you can't do anything. Humans decided to make the world this way. That's true. No one fucking animals don't live like this. But yeah. humans decided every step of the way what we're going to put value on, uh, the things you're going to make, what we're going to think. We we decided that, right? Humans decided that. Uh, based on just what their own brain told them. So there's no reason you couldn't do it in a completely different way. And I'm always open to suggestion. If anyone has good suggestions, I'd love to hear them. Put it in the suggestion box. Put it in the suggestion box. Suggestion box was the best idea I didn't do at my gym until I was almost ready to close. You should always have a suggestion box. Why wouldn't you want to listen to what your people have to say? Yeah, I always want to know what my clients have to say. Even if it's bad, I should want to hear it. Yeah. Uh, Ike, you have anything bad to say? No, I'm just kidding. Bad. Oh, Marxism. That would be communism. Yeah, Karl Marx. What a fucking... Uh, I, and you know what's funny? I used to be, uh, whatever, uh, very into the works of Karl Marx. And he's very smart about where do you put your surplus value? And this is something I think about all the time too. Where should your surplus value go? And I agree with him. It should go back to the, the workers, right? So you have the value that it needs to run a company. Everyone gets paid. You have profit. Where does profit go? In capitalism, profit goes to the owners. Right. Usually, right? In communism, profit goes to the workers. Mm -hmm. However... 
the government is composed of the workers, right? So it goes to the government and the workers are kind of one thing. So it gets very weird. Um, but Marx, I don't think is wrong about that. The workers should get the money, but I think it should be almost more like, uh, I think everything should work almost like the NBA. The workers get a 50% split of the revenue from the owners. Seriously. You know what I mean? And I think everything should be project-based. Like city jobs are the stupidest shit ever. So like, let's say the MTA, I'm going to give you a job for fucking 25 years and pay you like 80 grand to a hundred grand a year, slowly build you up to essentially do a job that I could do in Probably. five years. Somebody no, could do it from a job in five years. We could do this job. You want to fix the subway three years. If we just worked, we could do it. And in that three years, give me the fucking money. You were going to give me to do the job for 25 years and half asset. Give me the fucking eight mil or whatever, whatever it would equate to. Pay me for the job, not by the hour. I don't like getting paid by the hour. I wish I could just get paid by the project. Mm-hmm. It's just hard to do in my field. But to me, you should get paid by the project. Like, what do you need? Makes I need sense. the house. The house is the perfect example. You get paid by the project. If it takes you three months to build that house and a month to sell it, boom, you made 500 grand in four months. Yep. You're a hero, right? Bang, capitalism, right? Uh, if it takes you two years, listen, you can still sell it. You can still make a profit. You can make less. Elon Musk uh, uh, lives by that, too. He's like, if you get your work done in four hours, see ya. Yeah. Yo, that's it. The, the whole people like wanting to be fucking uh, plugged in for eight hours. Like, oh, nobody yeah. works for their hard yeah. for eight hours. Who came no. up with that number? Someone's Who stupid. came up with that number? Can you make eight hours in the factory? That must the have been the system. one. Same amount of numbers. What? The school system, same thing, eight hours. Same numbers, eight hours. And an earlier eight hours, which is crazy. We sleep as much as we work? Like, what? Yeah, okay, there's right. a lot going on in your sleep, Ike. I know. Like, I, no. Sleep. What carrier is I'd like to sleep a little more and work less. I used to just go in late leave early but bust no coffee no eating no like bullshitting no cooler talk just fucking grind for five hours peace yeah what's wrong with that get your work done and get my work up a little different but yeah in a day i don't want to work more than five hours Mm. coming hot facebook when i teach a class when i teach a class i come in hot right I you coming Friday? Let's go. Adopt the white belt, baby. We need more content. Where's the techniques we did? And I got the Dana story. That would be good too. You're ambushing me. No, it's you fucking boom. You can't handle it, man. I'm fucking bam. I'm bop. In your in your face. Coming in hot. Coming in hot. 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 It's in the queue. It's in the queue. It's in the queue. All right. I guess kid didn't make it tonight. I said, "What's the over under on kid?" Neil should have bet. Not coming. I was like, "No, it's too too short the span of me sending him a thing." My follow up wasn't as good as it could. Usually, that's easy. Usually, some people like it just hot. Hot. Yeah. Like some people, it gets lost in the messages. They don't okay. go back to it. Coming in hot. Maybe I didn't remind kid enough. Maybe he's fucking. I don't know. Maybe he's just cutting weight. Who knows? I don't think he left for uh, for Cali yet, though. 
So he's no, fighting. The kids fight this tomorrow. weekend in Bellator. Yep. I'm looking for him to catch a body. I told him I'll give him 500 bucks if he wins by submission. Oh. I wonder if uh, wonder if Jeff's flying out there with him. Jeff's in his suitcase. <laughs> He's in more than that. <laughs> Dude, fuck it. We go to Vegas, right? Hold on. Let's wrap up on a kid's story. So we go out to Vegas when uh, I think it was when Billy Q was fighting. So we go out to Vegas. Kids out there too. Billy Q. Billy Q, I think he got a fight coming up soon, too. So we're out there for Billy Q when he was on the Contender Series. It was right after I fought at the Garden, so I was riding high. And uh, we're out there training and shit. And kid, we go to the 10th Planet. And we do the MMA class, good class. Kids, afterward, just, like, chilling, shadow boxing. And uh, the, the instructor's like, what are you doing? He's like, I'm just, you know, cooling down. The guy's like, all right. Then I think it was Jeff that came came to do a private at 10th Planet with Kid. He just at some other guy's school just invited Jeff. He's like, yo, Jeff, come. We'll, I'll just do a private with you here. And this guy's school the first day I met him. And then he's just doing the private. He's like, what are you doing? He's like, I'm just doing a private with my guy. He's like, who the fuck are you? Like, are you trading him? He's like, I'm trading him tonight. Still like, what? Then he was going to spot. Um, What's his name? Kevin Lee. And it was like his first day at Couture's. And they threw They were like, you can't spark it out. They you know, like, Justin yeah. told me about that, the Kevin Lee story. He never told me that Jeff was on this trip. <laughs> Jeff was there. Yeah, Jeff was there. Of course, Jeff was there. Just, uh, was Justin's father and I, really cool, really cool. He goes Jeff's to me. Sponsor. Who he goes, goes to you? Jeff's dad? Um, Justin's dad. Shout out to uh, Mr. Montavo, NYPD. Shout out to him. He goes, uh, he goes, you know, Justin's not like, you know, he's he's not like he's cool with Jeff, but he's not like super cool. Jeff's Jeff's his, uh, his own type of guy. And I was like, is he like worried that I'm going to like judge like Justin for hanging out with Jeff? <laughs> I don't think Jeff's gay. It's okay. No, not even that. But like he's gay or not, he's. He's his own person. Yeah, you, we understand. That's not your cohort. I got you. It's not your henchman. But Jeff does like to hang out with Kid. So he was in Vegas then. Yeah, and Kid's doing a private with him at some dude's gym. Never met That's the guy it. before. First day, just, hey, come on. I'm a, Kid's bold. I think he just is oblivious. He doesn't even realize. So I got, a, I got a Jeff story, too. I'm uh doing kettlebell swings and he goes squeeze your ass tighter yeah i'm like what (laughs) (laughs) no no no. relax squeeze your ass tighter when you're falling off and he said let me show you like a golf swing no (laughs) you grab your ass then you pop it like a golf swing He got behind him and he was yeah. like, <laughs> We're doing kettlebell swings together. Right. Ray Ray comes in with his his half a gallon of cold brew and goes, What the fuck? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Amazing. Me and Kerry, no coffee, 27 days. Yo, I just brought you up to my wife. She was like, Holy shit. I was like, because she started doing it a week now. And she made oh, I could never do no coffee. My head's gonna explode. It did. The first four days was tough. I'm doing no weekends. Like I was very excited today to 
put on a well, weekends that sucks because the coffee withdrawal doesn't even finish. Exactly. I was itching for I was able to take a nap. My my sleep's been better, actually. All right. Yeah. Guys, speaking yeah. of sleep, can we end it on that note? I wanna eat something. Maybe some chocolate mousse. I don't know. I had some of that gnocchi. Oh, gnocchi. Shout out to gnocchi. Money bags, right? Avengers! Assemble. Mike's still on the phone. Oh. Or the boss. <laughs> Love you, John.